0: hi and welcome to the vr gaming podcast podcast and commentary about vr gaming vr news vr hardware and vr reviews i'm your host nick lane and with me as always is justin davis Justin, what, what's going on, man? Hey Nick, uh, I'm
1: good because I got my internet fixed. I got a COVID shot today, oh, nice. and and the
0: baby is put the put the bed. That's that's a lot happening in your life. So yeah. what uh what uh COVID shot did you get? It was the Johnson and Johnson one. Oh, you're one and it's, done then.
1: Yeah, but now now I'm reading that they're not sure if that one's like totally effective. So so I don't know if they're gonna end up saying I need to go again for some other thing. I don't know.
0: Oh man. What a hassle. Yeah. I've, I've heard it's not as effective as the other ones. I got my first one of the Pfizer, um, almost two weeks ago and I just got one more to go next week. So.
1: Oh, okay, cool. are getting there, man. And I was not? lined up in a, I was lined up in a parking garage with a bunch of other people like cattle and like, you know, I felt like it, it almost felt like apocalyptic and like, like mm-hmm. I was in like the half-life world and like, because like the workers had batons and stuff, and I was like, they're like combine oh, wow. soldiers with their masks on. Yeah, they That's... they weren't batons like to hit people with their batons to like direct people,
0: kind of yeah. like tell you where to go. But anyway, wow. dude, I did, I had I did had like the exact opposite opposite experience, and uh, so did my girlfriend Martha. We went to locations. There was like mm-hmm. barely anybody there. There's no lines. We got right in. There were you hmm. know there's security there and everything, but it was uh it was really low key. Wow, we had hundreds of people yeah, in our thing. what 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 state are you in I'm in Virginia you're in Virginia Did it just yeah. open up or something like maybe uh it
1: just opened up to like people like me and like i'm in a I'm a technology worker,
0: so maybe it just opened up to people like mm-hmm. that. I don't know I think i uh I might have just gotten lucky if they're not being like crazy lines but any, anyways mm-hmm. i get this is the maybe getting back to normal I guess we're on the road to recovery, which is good. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you were telling me that your internet got chopped up because <laughs> they yeah. were working on your. Uh, they were doing what landscaping in your backyard, and, yeah, and they cut your internet. Yeah, and they severed my internet,
1: so I haven't had internet since Thursday, and just got it back today. God, that sounds like a we able to. That sounds like a nightmare. Were you able to tether internet to your phone? Yeah, I, I did hotspot, but then my okay. work laptop wouldn't wasn't working right with it because I had a VPN, and for some reason the VPN didn't like it, so I couldn't mm. I couldn't do like work. Which is okay, actually. Yeah, you know, I can find plenty of other things to do.
0: Yeah, well, well, listen, I'm glad you're back in action. Mm-hmm. Let's let's jump into our uh, monthly recap of what games we played. So, why don't you kick it off? Okay, so uh, Outer Wilds. There's a VR mod I've talked about before that I love,
1: and I, I played. I don't know, I don't know, over 20 hours of that, and I beat that and uh, there's still a lot more I could do in that game, but I recommend Outer Wilds. There's a free VR mod. Then I played uh, Ragnarok. We're going to talk about that. I played Warplanes. We're going to talk about that. Cosmodred. We'll talk about that. Phasmophobia. I played with you and Goran. Uh, I'm the one that got killed,
0: as usual. Uh, yeah. But yeah, well, you're, then- the, you're the bravest when we play that game. You <laughs> you have no problem facing the uh, the ghost or whatever in Phasmophobia. Yeah. I... I, I I don't like the jump scares that much. I mean, I love mm-hmm. the I love going in there with a team of, uh, of friends and doing it, but uh, I'm I'm not usually the one to volunteer. So good on you. Yeah, yeah I just like the thrills. Um,
1: yeah. So then, uh, floor plan two, uh, we got some free keys for that. Uh, then, Jet Island, I played with a friend co op. So okay. that's what I did.
0: Cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out and, and thanks for the free keys for floor plan two. We'll review that next month. Okay. I haven't played it yet, so I'm looking forward to it. And it's a puzzle game, so it's got to be right up your alley. I can only imagine. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's my that's you know one of my favorite genres, puzzle games. And there's a lot in VR. And nice.
0: Uh, yeah. Nice. So uh, my my list is going to be similar to yours because it's games that we're reviewing. So Ragnarok, which uh, we received a free copy for review. So so thanks to the folks over at Wanted Dev Studio for hooking us up. That's kind of them. Uh, Warplanes Blaston, which was your recommendation. Uh, last month, and I, I jumped on it right after the um podcast that we recorded and played it, and we're going to review that today. Cosmo Dread, uh, Phasmophobia played together, and then uh, still continuing the Walkabout Mini Golf League. Although my my uh, my my back's been like messed up, I think I've got like sciatic pain, nerve pain, or sciatica. Um, hmm. so it's really it's really hard for me to stand and play a game for like an hour. It's like a miserable experience. Um, mm. So that's that's hurt my VR time a little bit. Um, but oddly enough, a game like Blaston where I'm like kind of moving around and, and kind of crouching and ducking, I'm fine doing that. If I just have to stand stationary, that's when, uh, that's when it becomes pretty painful. So. You
1: know, when I stand stationary in an arcade cabinet, yeah, that's when I get the most feet and back pain.
0: Yeah, but, dude. Yeah, these VR games where you move around a lot. Yeah, I'm good too. I've 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 never have felt old in my entire life until I've gotten pain like this. Like I I mm-hmm. sometimes hobble around the house like an elderly person. It's really it's really scary. Like I'm I'm sure it's just temporary, but it's it's, it's <laughs> like a preview of what like life is going to be like thirty years from now. Or so. Hopefully, you I can uh, slow that down. What about it? A pinball machine. How do you feel there? Um. Yeah. Well. You know what's funny? I I move my stance and I can move around a, a little bit, which seems weird because I'm kind of stationary. But the problem with pinball is that I'm an aggressive player in tr- mm-hmm. in terms of like saving, and, mm-hmm. and moving the machine around, making saves. And I sort of like really get into the game. I've been doing a bunch of streaming in the last month, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll probably do more damage to myself, like twisting my hip or so. That's it's it's a little dangerous. I can't I can't play pinball. And just like half-ass it, like I just <laughs> you know, too competitive, and uh, especially if I'm streaming too, you know, I, I just I, I just go for it and I forget about it, and then I usually pay the price afterwards. But wow. yeah, it sucks. Hopefully, hopefully uh, I'm on the road to recovery because it's been going on a while. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm excited to get to the reviews. There's this was a we'll start with the news first, but I just want to say this has been a good month of games. Like I we've got what four games up for review and Mm -hmm. a lot of the ones were, were surprises to me. They weren't on my radar per se. Um, I I thought we're kind of in a drought of games. So it's a, it's a pleasant surprise that I I think, um, kind of spoiler alert, but we're, I'm going to recommend all these games in in various, um, various capacities, but I'm just, it's just been a good month. Um, before we get to that, let's talk about the news and and you and I were talking earlier. There's, there's not, I, I don't think there was a ton of news that at least, I was excited about, or I really care about that much. And I guess you kind of felt the same.
1: Yeah. Nothing big, you know, there's like little hints of stuff or like, this will be coming out later. And I mean, you know, nothing that's, you know, no like insane games, like say like when, Valve announced Half-Life Alex or anything crazy like that. Nothing like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and speaking of Half-Life Alex, we came up on the one-year anniversary of that. Yep. Uh, would have been probably mm-hmm. the last week or the week before. So it's crazy yeah. how time yeah. goes by. Yeah. Um, and and for news, my source is always Road to VR. Is that what you use as well, typically? Yeah. I upload right. and Road to VR. Yeah. 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 Okay. So one of <laughs> the first thing I put on there was uh, I saw the the Neuralink. So Elon Musk Neuralink, which I. I, I, I haven't studied up on this a lot. I'm just going to mention it. He, he's implanted the Neuralink into a, a monkey's brain, or somebody has done this. Mm-hmm. And there's a, like a four or five minute video on Road to VR with a, a monkey playing Pong with, his, with the monkey's mind. Okay. Yeah. So just just go and watch that and just let that sink into your own brain of, of where we're at right now. In this crazy science fiction world we're living in, and he's getting fed a banana
1: smoothie or something through a straw. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, basically well, like his heroin. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's yeah. He, dude. He's pretty good at pong. Yeah, he is. Yeah, like it was like, uh, like he was he was playing pong with his mind.
1: Yeah, but I was wondering game. when I was watching, I was like, well, how different is this than there was like a Mattel toy where you could control a ball. That would float up and down mm. that came out in like the 2000s i think where you could control it with your mind like the more you thought the higher the ball would go Weird. so i was wondering is this, is there something similar is this similar at all and like i was looking into it more and this some neuros, neurosurgeon dude said like s- experiments like that have been they've been doing those for a while now so it's not really that new but what is new is it was wireless because usually they have like wires mm. going from your brain yeah
0: so, that's yeah. a good that's a good point, right? Right. It's it, the fact that it's wireless. Mhm. Oh, dude, that's nuts. All right. That's I, I'm too uh, I am like not super interested in it, but like to the point where I'm like go check out that video if you want to see a monkey playing wireless yeah. pong of his mind. I mean, that's Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's news. I mean, I yeah. that's that's news if there ever
1: was news. Unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where we can just do VR in our like during our lifetimes, I mean, yeah. uh, like, like just in our brain. I mean, I wish, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily bet on it. And yet, the mm-hmm. like, the, kind of the rate of acceleration in terms of technology and breakthroughs is is kind of just going exponentially. So who knows? That just yeah, sounds so crazy, but I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. We saw part the of, it, we saw the internet like become mainstream in our in our lifetime, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, that's that's true. We've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of shit. Yeah um all right mentioned somebody asked me when i was playing a walkabout mini golf they're like when are you going to talk about gorilla tag vr so i feel like i, I should say something about gorilla tag vr it's, it was a free game released last month and um road to vr had mentioned that they had like a 000 players in the first month so Gorilla Tag VR is a, is a free game. It's very basic graphics. You, uh, it's exactly what the name implies. You are playing a game of tag. You're a gorilla. You use your arms as movement, like swinging your arms, and that's how you move around. It's a bit of a workout. Um, it's fun to play with, I think, a group of friends. If you just jump into lobby, you're probably going to get screaming kids because that's the kind of uh, game that attracts them. Uh, I played once and, uh, it's kind of funny, you know, again, we were playing with like a group of friends through our discord. It's kind of humorous. I, I know like that group has played it multiple times. I was good with one and done. Like it's to me, it's like a, it's a, it's a gimmick. It's a novelty. It's not a game that I'm like booting up and playing every, every day, but it's free. So, uh, check it out. Yeah. I need to try it, but uh, I've been scared of, yeah. Like you were saying the, the lobbies with all the kids. So. yeah your best bet is to see if you can you know get it and then see if some folks um in our discord want to play because there's yeah god we played a game of like eight people in, in in our discord so people have it and it's free and it's easy for them to get i'm sure you'll i'm sure you'll get into a game and anybody else who's who's listening if you want to join the discord there's a link on the vr gaming podcast twitter page so just go there and that's it's a good group and uh you can you can join us as well all right. Uh, let's talk about the Reverb G2 Omnisept, which is coming out in May. It's, uh, I, I guess, mm, it's 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 an improved or it's a modified uh, reverb that has eye, mouth, and heart rate sensors. My understanding from the article I read is that it's uh, basically these are things just kind of used for data collection right now. Um, I don't know. Did you? Did you? What What did you think about this? Did you? Yeah, I read about it. It seemed like it'd be mostly best for businesses
1: and for yeah. like maybe advertising to see where I mean, you know, eventually they want to do eye tracking so they can see what you're looking at and, you know, they can tell like what makes your heart rate go up, you know. Um the mouth stuff, I don't know how that would help for that though. That that would be mostly seem like social interaction stuff or maybe
0: just reading your expression to see if you look happy about something or disappointed about something yeah, or whatever. yeah. I'm, I'm sure in games where you, you know you have an avatar and there's other things that have done this been able to track like like mm-hmm. mouth movement and stuff like that is that is part of the immersion especially when you're in a game with, with, with friends a social game whatever just be able to watch your, the the mouth movement being mimicked and the eyes moving that just goes to the immersion level so i, I we're i guess we're moving there is this the biggest priority in VR? You know, not in my not in my book, but certainly yeah. uh, if we can pull it off and it becomes standard, um, I'm sure you know five five years from now this is going to be a standard feature.
1: Yeah, and I was looking at it more, and it has an improved head strap. It's like the index, you know, okay. with the uh, dial on the back, and then because of this um, eye tracking, it has eye tracked foveated rendering. So, um, you know, it could render to just where you're looking, and then save performance by not rendering very sharply where you're not looking um and it, you know actually I, I just saw in the news like today that nvidia is uh coming out with variable rate super sampling that actually works with eye tracking huh and uh they're gonna release a driver for it like this month do
0: you use a variable rate
1: with uh nvidia i don't yeah i i haven't seen many games where they even have it as an option. I think in the mm. game you have
0: to, like, choose it usually. Oh, I thought you had to go into – I think I thought you'd do it through NVIDIA.
1: Yeah. I think it, you might have to enable it there, and then – like, um. there's a game called Into the Radius where I heard they enabled VRSS, and I I, I heard from someone I, I thought that you had to go into the settings in the game and say mm. to turn it on, but
0: I don't know if all games are like that. I don't think so. I think when it oh, first okay. came out I I tried it, and I just mm-hmm. didn't – I didn't notice a big difference, but maybe okay. that's just me. Yeah.
1: And a problem it seems like with VR is that with eye tracking, like it's not like we have that f-
0: a big s- screen. It's not like we have a wide field of view where we can be looking around. So right, I rather and, them work on figuring out some other things like a bigger field of view would yeah. would, be, would be great. That, yeah, it. that would be. Like it'll have auto IPD because of the
1: eye tracking. That would be nice for like yeah a business or a commercial setting where they don't have to you know. Ha- Tell people, hey, adjust your IPD. You know, Just put it on, and it's immediately the right IPD.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, why don't you tackle the um, next two bullet points since you threw them in there? I'm, gonna, okay. I'm just going to go grab some water okay. while you do that. So uh, HTC was previously hinting
1: at some new hardware, and then it ended up just being a facial tracker to see your mouth movements and some new vibe trackers, and nobody was too excited about that. Um, but now they're hinting again. You know, like now they're saying it's actually going to be a headset and it's looking like it'll be like May 11th or 12th that they're going to release that probably because they're going to have this like Vive conference or something. And uh, everyone, most people are thinking it's just going to be like, it's probably going to be a standalone business headset um, geared toward business, not consumer level Um, because of the things they've been saying, like we're going to get back to business, like things like that they've been tweeting. So I don't know, not too interested in that. Based on what I've heard, but uh, so then the other big news on hardware was uh, that Sony announced and they showed what their PSVR2 controllers are going to look like, and each controller will have an analog stick finally because the PS moves didn't have one, and they'll have the Dual Sense like the PS5 Dual Sense technology in them. So from people I've you know that have PS5s that have tried those controllers, they they all talk like it's really awesome and it really makes it feel more immersive. So that's cool and um, they have these like tracking rings like it almost looks like a it's like a sphere the controller sort of the rings that go around it Um, but I don't know that's about it I mean well they're going to be they they, they did actually confirm that it's going to be like inside out tracking like there are going to be cameras on the headset based on the wording they put in their
0: announcement Um, so that's that's some other news about that we don't have a release date or target release date or anything like that do we? It seems like
1: 2022. They okay. definitely said they said definitely not 2021. So it'd be like 2022 at the best.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, again, I've always been the kind of uh I I'm I'm dumb of consoles at this point, but I've mm-hmm. always been uh like a Xbox and that's what I have. Okay. Um but man, good on Sony for for doing VR. They've gotten a lot of people into it and they've got a, they've had a lot of good games from my understanding. Oh yeah, I don't definitely. know what the hell Xbox is doing. So just continuing to drop the ball on that's really bizarre yeah it is all right let's move on to the review portion of the podcast and we'll start with Ragnarok from Wanda Dev Studio came out on December 17th in 2020 it's currently sitting at a 90 96 per- positive rating on Steam it's a uh, full price is nineteen ninety nine, and um it's only on PC right now, although on the roadmap it is coming out for uh, the Quest, I believe, in the fall. And I gotta, I gotta say, I'm really, really happy that PC gets the game first. That's pretty awesome. You know, we've finally. talked about that. Yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, finally. And it's crazy because like the graphics are, I mean, they're, they're good, but like you can easily see this running on on Quest too. So. Um, not sure why that is, but but thank you guys. We appreciate that showing the PC some love. All right, uh, the overview and objective of the game. So this is this is a rhythm game, and this game came up because I, I think you brought it up, Justin. You asked about it because uh, we were doing a rhythm kind of mm-hmm. review for the last podcast. So this didn't make it in there, and well, you know, on the on the on the plus side, we hadn't played it yet, but we got a, we got some review copies, and uh, well, now we can spend some some time diving into it. Um, this is like a, 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 Viking style game where you're like in these, these, these Viking style ships and you're just, there, there's four drums in front of you and you're hitting the drums as the kind of notes, if you will, line up with them. So they, they scroll down, um, like, you know, other rhythm games or anything like that, like rock Band or, 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 or uh, uh, whatever guitar hero and stuff like that. And when it lines up, you just hit it. It's pretty simple um, in terms of it lights up, you hit that drum um, and then as you do that you're you're in this environment where the ship is rowing and you start going kind of faster and if you're getting combos and you're not missing things um, you will get farther along and you'll see kind of these goal posts show up like bronze, silver, and gold um, if you hit that. So. It's pretty. Uh, it, it's pretty. It's it's a straightforward game, right? It's a straightforward game. It's nice and stylized. One thing that's really good about the game, I think, that really helps it to to, to stand out, and especially when there's a good number of rhythm games, is the fact that it's multiplayer. So, I think it's. Uh, I think it's up to eight players. Do you know exactly, Justin? I don't know. Sorry. Okay. I think it's at least eight. Up to eight players can play in uh in multiplayer so you me and goran um someone from our our discord played a, a multiplayer game and it's fun i think what i um what i like about the multiplayer in in this rhythm game compared to any other rhythm game that i play multiplayer in in vr is that you can look around and you see the other the other ships and you know justin was crushing it so naturally justin's ship is going much faster than uh mining Goran. So he's, he's shooting ahead. Then I can look around and see how Goran's doing uh, and he's behind me. So, you, you know, you know how, um, everyone's doing based on that visual representation. And, uh, I, I think it's really, I think it's really cool. I mean, I, I would love to see what it's like having an eight player game and doing that. And I'm sure when it comes out on Quest, um, a lot of the folks in our discord have a quest on a PC. I, I'm sure they'll grab it because it is a good game. Um, and we'll probably, we'll probably play it a lot more there with the, um, the multiplayer. Um, I think the last thing I would mention about the kind of a, objective in the game is that there's kind of like a boost. Once you hit enough combos, you can kind of boost the speed a bit. But again, very straightforward. You can, you can hop in. You, can, you figure the game out in, in a matter of just like a couple minutes, and you're off to the races. Um, anything else to add to that? Did I miss anything kind of uh, important? Well, the boost is the form of a symbol,
1: on the left and the right, so you like you know you have those four drums, but then the symbol you mm. you can hit that to to trigger the boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. What do you what do you think about the graphics? They reminded me of the Morrigan. Um, they're nice and clean, but I mean yeah. they're nothing that's gonna impress anybody really.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's right. It's it's, it's kind of the like polygons, right? Yeah, polygons. Poly colorful, mm-hmm. cartoony polygons that that looks good and. You know leads to good performance and it's perfectly like fine for uh, a rhythm game and making it work so yeah yeah agreed and there's a number of different environments too um that you progress through uh, while you're in your in your airship so uh that certainly adds to the game as well uh I, I think the the most important thing is the sound right if you're going to be a rhythm game what, mm-hmm. what would you say what is the style of, of the sound or the music in the game
1: yeah, the music is all—it's they call it Celtic rock and Viking power metal. Uh, so one, yeah, the one reason I was uh, interested in this game was that you know I like metal and I like rock, and there aren't many, you know, rhythm games that that cater to that. Um, so yeah, this music's cool. Um, it's a lot of it sounds really Irish to me. Like mm. There's a lot of like bagpipes. Well, there's it's like Scottish and Irish. You hear a lot of bagpipes, and like some of it's like pirate. Pirate sounding songs and yeah. stuff. Like some of it isn't, I don't know, isn't hard metal enough for me. But maybe that's not what they're going for. Um, but it's not, you know. I like some of the songs. I really liked. Like I liked enough that I would
0: like, damn, I want to actually hear more of that band. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a metalhead or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like accessible, mm-hmm. accessible metal for me. It's, yeah, it's kind of like you said. Like it, there's a lot of like pirate kind of rock metal in there. Yeah. and um I actually recognize some of the um, artists I think it's Alestorm because mm-hmm. like when I've played like like pirate board games like whenever I play board games we will put on some like music that you know goes along with it. So okay. I've, I've heard some of this like kind of style of songs before. And it and it, it's great it's fun it's not like super hardcore or anything like that um, but it, it's different than every other rhythm game that's out there and it, and it fits the the, the the theme and style of the game.
1: Yeah, every other game is like dance music, and yeah. I'm not into dance music.
0: Yeah, really. yeah, and I, I think it's um, I think it's a nice change of pace, right? Like this game stands out on its own, which and I, you you've got to do that, I think, if you're gonna make a rhythm game now in VR, because yeah. there's a number of them. So I I love that. I love that fact that it's um, it's something different, and it's kind of it's kind of fun, and it goes along with it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a really good job. Other than that, there's like not too many sound effects or anything else. It's all about the music and and banging the drums. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess if you hate the idea of Celtic rock or Viking power metal, um, this is not the game for you, but I think it's, it goes with the theme and I, all the songs that I heard, I I liked, right? There's, I think with a lot of rhythm games. They try to appeal like a wide audience a lot of times. And you know, you might really like, I don't know, 20, 25 percent of the songs, like really like them or something like that. And then the other, you know, 25 or 40 percent, you're like, ah, oh, that's OK. And then there's like a good portion of the songs that you just don't like. In mm-hmm. this case, I, I'm like, yeah, these are all these are all good. I'm not going to drive around in my car blasting it kind of deal. But like this mm-hmm. is perfect for the game.
1: Yeah, I think there are 20 something songs, like maybe in the low 20s. Yeah, yeah,
0: and they seem to like the last month they added, I think, another environment and more songs. Yeah, so and they, they said, got they got more coming on the way.
1: Yeah, they said they're gonna, gonna add more. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, why don't you talk about some of the um the controls on the game?
1: All right, so in each hand you have you know you have the uh, the hammer. You know hammer that you're going to hit the drums with and before you can even play you can you can adjust they give you a lot of options to adjust the drums like adjust the height you can adjust like the angle they're tilted and uh you could play standard you could play seated so then you definitely want to want to change the height of them then those symbols on the left and the right you can adjust exactly where you want them and um you can adjust the angle of your of your hammers um and uh you know there's lots of different like the angles and all sorts of different directions um so you can get it tuned you know very specifically to your liking it might take you a while to figure out the right setup um because i mean yeah there were times where i was playing and i felt like like i was missing stuff that i shouldn't have been but i messed with the controls more those settings and then i eventually got to where i was like all right i think i think this is good and you know so like when the notes come you can hit them like even when it's not perfectly centered in the little the little target, you know right in front of you, you can still score it as hitting or even if it's gone a little bit past that, it'll score, but it won't be like a good hit. It has to be lined up perfectly with your little circular target, you know, the drum actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll it'll register as one of these good hits and you'll get the like the lightning, you'll see lightning on the drum that'll signify that yay, hey, that was a perfect hit. And then if you get enough of those lightning hits, then you'll get the option to do that boost we were talking about where you hit the symbols, And then your Viking rowers in your ship, they, they all, like, cheer. You know, they go, like, you know, like yeah, that. that's a good, that's a good impression. <laughs> Thanks. So uh, I don't know. you have anything else about the controls?
0: No. I mean, they're, they're, it's, again, very straightforward, very easy to hop into and, and play in, and understand what's going on. Um, yeah and they they give you a lot of adjustments you can make I the, I think the thing it was with in just adjustments and stuff like I feel like I had to spend like a ton of time kind of tweaking and fine tuning what is best yeah uh, because I kept on missing like the left the farthest left drum I'm like is my tracking am I missing I, I had no idea yeah. I kept on missing that one a bunch of times which is which was odd mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had tracking issues in, um, in in any rhythm games that I've been playing so um, yeah, I mean they're they're good. I don't I don't again I don't know if there's there, there's some tracking going on or what, but I, I did have some misses. I had to play around with it a little bit more. I found that um, this game exhausted me more than any rhythm game that wow. I've played. Like I I think it's probably the I mean the movements kind of unique. What, what you're doing standing and, and kind of the motion of your hands, even compared to like Beat Saber or something like that. Beat Saber a little more fluid. These are kind of like short bursts really quickly um i felt my hands getting tired i was like you know getting <laughs> getting a, like busting out a little sweat after about 15 minutes um so this game definitely kicked my ass more than any game that i've played in, in quite some time um other than like a full-fledged like thrill to fight type of game sounds like you're swinging hard maybe maybe that's what i'm doing i might be i might be like I'd be doing two largest swings or something. I Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm just like doing little taps. That's mm. all I do. I'm, mm. I'm, 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 and I'm not breaking a sweat or anything. All right. I, I think I'm getting into a little much like kind of just going full ham on it. And, uh, that might be my downfall because you're kicking my ass in this game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And if I'm doing these little taps, I can get to the, the next one much
0: faster than yeah. if I'm
1: doing a big one.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I say the game is definitely immersive, right? Like, I mean, you're standing in in one one space, you're not moving around, and, and you're hitting the drums. And like I said, you can look around and you can see the the environments are nice that, that you're playing in, and you can see the other players. So, so it's pretty it's pretty good immersive wise. I'm not sure what else they could possibly do to to improve that. It's just like any kind of rhythm game there.
1: Yeah. No- I actually found out that, uh, in the, in the beginning area, like you can click on and interact with lots of stuff like in the, like the, I don't know what you call it, the lobby where, Oh, and, I had no idea. Yeah. Like you can click on, they have like, uh, you know, uh, uh, like axes and stuff you can click on you click on them and they make sounds. You can click on the candles and they'll go out and you, Oh, you can click, oh, you, can, cool. you can make a beer pour. And
0: so that, that adds to immersion, I think. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do, you, what do you think of the last ability with this, with this game is?
1: Um, well, for me, I don't know. Rhythm games aren't, you know, I'm not big on rhythm games. I mean, um, for me, it wouldn't last that long. But you can add custom songs I read, and there are sites out there where you can download ones that other people have created. Um, and they've made their, their beat maps and, you know, whatever song you want. Um, one thing I wish it had that I don't think I saw is I wish it would – show you like there's leaderboards which makes that that improves last ability a lot um uh, mm. but i wish i could see just my friends scores i didn't see a way to do that i like games where they let you see just your friends you know because if you compare the whole world well you're gonna suck
0: yeah exactly you know? well you know what this is that's a good segue for me to bring up i'm i'm looking at the roadmap map now um that they sent me and so it's still in early access and you know they talk about May 2021 update. So new map, new songs, advanced leaderboards. Maybe that's where okay. we get there. Multiplayer improvements, audio sync improvements, advanced ghost. I don't know what that is. Uh, and then the summer they say a new map, new songs, achievements, collectible hammers, translations, gameplay and visual modifiers. And then finally uh, at the end of 2021 they said Oculus Quest App Lab version. So not even the, uh, wow. the yeah. So that means wow. not even the official Oculus Store, right? They're just going to have it in the App Lab. Is that what's yeah, going on?
1: Probably, probably just because you can get there much faster.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this I, I, again, I'm just shocked that this game is not out for Quest right now. Because, I mean, it's... I just assumed that it had to be. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't even realize. yeah. Surprise, surprise. new content, new mode. So that's cool. there's so so in early access, I think what's there is definitely good, less ability. I'm like you, I'm not a it's funny. I own a bunch of like rhythm games and, and I have fun with it when I kind of first get it, but I, I don't I'm not like trying to beat every song on hard. I'm not trying to climb a leaderboard. like I just kind of move on and do other stuff. And um, you know that's just my nature. But I mean this game stands well with uh, uh, most of uh, rhythm games. I think my favorite is still Synth Riders. I just like kind of Mm -hmm. like the dancing movement more. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think where this like has the strongest uh, appeal to last ability is like in those like eight player multiplayer games. Right. Like I think it's super cool idea to Mm -hmm. look around and like look left and right and see all the boats and just really get into that kind of competitive. Like I need to I need to catch up to everybody. This is a race. Yeah. Uh, That's what that's what like does it for me. So again. I think in like uh, when it comes out in quests, and most people on our Discord have a Quest. Um, I'm guessing this game might blow up a little bit there. And and if somebody's like organizing a game of, of Ragnarok, I, w- I would definitely jump in for the multiplayer aspect. And this is yeah. coming from somebody who's not huge on um, rhythm games. So. Yeah. And something
1: about you said advanced ghosts when you were talking about the stuff they're working on. Uh, there's a there's a you know you can you can race against your own ghost. I see.
0: That's I what see. that makes is. sense. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I did that, you know, I raced against my ghost, and that kind of made me feel a little bit more urgency. Like, I got to do better mm-hmm. because I could see my ghost going ahead of me, you know? Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right, cool. All right, so what do you what do you think? What would you give this game for a rating? And we'll just go, I should mention what the ratings are. So zero, th- zero to two is don't wish this game on your worst enemy. A three to five is we all make mistakes. A six to eight is a solid game, and a nine to ten is uh, buy it. What would you give it? I say eight. Yeah, yep. Um, yep.
1: I'm only saying eight because I'm not that into rhythm games. If if I was like a rhythm game guy, guy, I'd probably go higher. Yeah, i
0: yeah. i give it I give it an eight. I mean, like it's. Yeah. I think this is. I mean, if you're gonna, if you own rhythm games, like you need this game in your library, type of deal. And again, I think, yeah. um, I think it's the best multiplayer rhythm game that there is, uh, right now. And I like that it. I like that it's unique. I like. I definitely like the race concept of it, like yeah. how it's represented your progress. Um, I like the music uh, um, and I can't wait to see what else they do with the game. So did you ever try Beat Saber multiplayer? I have not. Yeah, I haven't played, either. Uh, I, have mm-hmm. I just, I, if I never played Beat Saber again, I'm okay with that. Like it was yeah, fun enough for when it came out and you know, and I show people that in VR like years ago, but I'm just, I moved on. I'd rather mm-hmm. play like synth writers or I'd rather play uh, Ragnarok or something. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. moving on to Cosmo Dread by White Door Games came out uh, March 25th, so it's it's, it's uh, very recent. It's an uh, 88% current rating, positive rating on Steam, and it's 14.99. dollars um, I have only played this game maybe about 45 minutes because of the aforementioned um, issues with standing around. So why don't you take the lead on this one? All right, so uh, White Door Games, they made Dread Halls. Um, have you played Dread Halls, Nick? I I love dread halls. And yeah, okay. I can only play the game for like ten minutes before I, I'm totally creeped out about, it and I just yeah. <laughs> it's like a game I don't play much. Yeah. But I love the fact that I'm so fucking freaked out by that game. I think it's amazing. That's a game I love to put people in, and just to see oh, their reaction. Yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. that's like the ev- that's like you're evil like me. Like yeah. when I, I was just like wanted, I like to <laughs> put people on dread halls and project it on the team Like like that's yeah. my I I just haven't put enough people in there made it happen. I just want to like, go in there and play it. Yeah, you put them in. The, put them in the randomly generated map. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Okay. Because okay. if you
1: put them in like the full game, yeah. it's going to take forever
0: to something for something to happen. Yeah, you're right. You know what? That's the that's the kind of thing that you, you want to be careful who you put into Dreadhall. I'm, I'm yeah. not trying to get too sidetracked, but like, mm-hmm. you want to get like the cop, like the cocky person who like doesn't yeah. think VR is 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 a gimmick or or thinks that. It can't possibly scare them. You yeah, put them in dread halls and just sit back and enjoy. Grab some popcorn. Definitely, yeah. So uh, in this game, it's 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 a
1: lot like dread halls, but in this one, you're on a a, a like a, a spaceship that's been overrun by alien monsters, and you're it's just you and these monsters. And you start in a safe room where every time they give you a weapon, so it could be a crossbow, it could be a handgun, it could be a shotgun. It could be a lightning gun. It could be all sorts of different stuff. Um, and the further you get in the game, the more you unlock, the more stuff you'll you'll see that they'll give you. And then they'll give you some ammo, and like you'll you might have some you know you'll have some other random items thrown around. Like there's stuff there that you can craft with. So there could be a, you know like tuna cans or plastic bottles. You could find computer parts or circuit boards and all sorts of stuff and you have an inventory um by default your inventory can hold 10 items so uh the but your weapon doesn't use up one of those slots um you're going to need to put batteries in the, in your inventory um I'll talk about that a little bit later so it's it's a lot like a like I felt like this was a lot like Doom 3 but it's like it's not a, a you know balls to the wall action game or anything it's it's more It's a slower pace, you know, taking your time, you know, going room to room, trying to figure out, you know, where you need to go, what you need to do. Um, So you start in that safe room. and Oh, and this game is procedurally generated, just like Dread Halls. So every time you play, it's going to be totally different layout. So you start in the safe room, then you're going to proceed through some hallways, some corridors, and you're going to come to, you know, multiple doors... And you're not going to know, well, which way should I go? But on your wrist, you have a map, but you can only see um, only so much of the of the map. You can't, you know, see like everything. And they do that intentionally to make it harder to figure out where you need to go. But eventually you'll get to a room called a lobby. There are like five main special rooms. There's a lobby. Then there's a room that has like navigation coordinates that you're going to have to get to. Then there's a room called the jump drive where it it has something called jump drive where you're going to have to turn that thing on, figure out how to turn that on. Then there's a bridge room where it's like, you know, the control deck um, of the spaceship and where you have to turn that on. Then there's a shuttle room where that's that's how you escape. That's your escape route. Um, You have to go to all those rooms, turn them all on, do everything you have to do, you know, to get everything working. And the goal is to get to the shuttle and get out. so that's how I mean you could. I've put twelve hours into this game, and I've beaten oh, wow. the game. Yeah, twelve hours, and I've beaten it. I don't know three, maybe three or four times. Um, but I want to keep playing it um, mm-hmm. because that's how much fun I think this game is. And uh, you know, like like I said, every time you play it, it's it it completely changes the layout and everything. So as you're going the lobby, the lobby is like the the main important hub room. From the lobby, you're gonna to get to all the other areas. So like in the lobby, there's usually like five other doors that will lead to different corridors that will, you know, you don't know what's down there. You're gonna to have to just go explore. It's an, I love exploration and like just searching for things. You're going to go into different rooms and, and you know, some rooms are gonna be infected with alien, gross alien matter all over the place. Um, and then you're gonna to have to figure out like how you can, I'm not gonna tell you how, but you're gonna to have to figure out how you can clear away that infection then there're going to be rooms where there are going to be actually monsters in there they're going to try to kill you and they're going to come at you as soon as they see you you have a flashlight on your wrist so this game's really dark but you can point your flashlight i love flashlights in vr um it just feels so immersive to me um for some you know i don't know for why but um so they'll they'll see your flashlight and then they'll come at you and uh you know, you can turn your flashlight off. I usually don't. I just leave it on, and I just fight them with my weapons. Like, unlike dread, dread halls, you don't have any weapons. Uh, but in dread halls, you can run. In this game, there's no run or sprint, but you have these weapons that you can fight them with, and you have to manually reload them. You know, like, a crossbow, you, you have, like, I don't know, maybe five bolts, and then you're going to have to manually reload it. And during that manual reload, a, a monster might, like, swipe at you or take some health away. Um, and uh, you're going to have to figure out how to actually deal with these monsters because you know you'll think that you killed the monster and it's it, it, it very well could have ended up reanimating and coming back at you like when i first started playing this game i was like i'm running out of ammo and i can't deal with all these monsters like there's no way i can i can get through this and i had to finally learn what i had to actually do and i'm not going to give it away to get rid of the monsters um so uh, all that stuff you find that you craft. Um, you're, in the lobby, there's a there's a machine called a fabricator. It looks like a 3D printer. You're gonna have to get specific, you know, sp- specific items to throw into the fabricator. And the more you play, the more you'll you'll find little data discs, and you collect those, and you can either hold them or put them in your inventory. And then you're gonna have to take them to a computer that all that needs to be powered on by a battery. It's so, like See, this game is like, there's a, it's almost like there's too much going on for me to get into it all. But there are batteries you're gonna find, or you're gonna have to power the rooms. And then to, once you've powered it, you can use the computer and put the data disk in, and that'll give you a blueprint. There's 23 different blueprints in this game. And I've unlocked, I don't know, maybe 12 or 13 of them. And that's why I wanna keep going back in to get the blueprints and to hear all the audio logs. Cause as you go, as you explore, you're gonna find audio logs that tell you the story of what's going on in the ship. And there are modifiers you can unlock too. So, like the modifiers will do things like make the enemies harder. Make the uh, you know there's ro- there's robotic enemies in this too that'll that'll kill you. It'll make them harder. It'll there's a modifier to make you faster because a lot of people are complaining on Steam that this game's too slow, that you move too slowly. But you can do a modifier to make yourself faster, which I like to use. Um, but it it takes away four of your inventory slots but there's a blueprint to give you a handbag. If you get the handbag, like your little man purse, you put it on your side and then it adds four more inventory slots. So then you're back to 10. I don't know. You can, there's all this stuff you can craft to make the game, you know, um, easier or more interesting. The modifiers, you know, can make it more interesting. So I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm saying too much about the game.
0: No, I I could tell you like the game. Oh, oh yeah, oh like, yeah. So you're you're that that's good. It comes through in uh, your description of it. Um, yeah. yeah, man. So is, uh... <laughs> wait the the graphics are nothing great.
1: Um, no, they're not. No, they're not great. But it doesn't it doesn't keep me from
0: playing. Like I, I well, think the gra- monsters look kind of shitty. Like oh, you think like, so? Uh, it almost looks like a little kid drew the monsters. Like Which... they're kind of not they they're not. I was scared, but like, yeah, there. I don't think the monsters look great. I think the graphics yeah. are are kind of a downer in this game. Yeah, what kind of monster did you see? Saw <sighs> so one that's you know like stands upright, and I think it has like, mm-hmm. a mouth in its chest. Oh, a mouth in its chest, okay, something like that. Yeah, um, one that had like a tentacle coming out of the wall or something okay. like that. I, yeah, I, 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 again, I haven't played. I haven't played too much. I also want to say like, yeah, the slow movements kind of annoying yeah act, you know like i think you just move too slow it doesn't mm-hmm. you have to move super fast to run but it it, it, it is annoying mm-hmm. and i understand that how that works better in dread halls i think it works that game mechanic worked better in dread halls where you don't have a weapon you can't fight the monsters in dread hall but in, in this game it's like why the hell am i moving that slowly right like it, it, yeah. it doesn't make sense i think in dread halls you can actually run a bit yeah you can sprint in dread halls
1: but you can't sprint in this game, can you? No, you can't sprint. You yeah, can only do weird. that. It's just that modifier that makes yeah. you faster. Yeah. So they, yeah, they could have made your default speed faster, and then also make the enemies faster. Like they could have done. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll, the, the the developers updating it all, you know, right. actively. So maybe he'll do that.
0: Yeah. You know what's? Um, I'm gonna. I'll probably say my my piece and piece out a little bit on this one, but like. I wanted to like this game and I like grabbed it immediately when you told me because I, I mm-hmm. liked Dreadhalls even though I can't play it along. But this game kinda disappointed me and I I got this sense of like, man, this is like a crappy version of like Doom Three. Um, okay. like I feel like and Doom Three came out in two thousand what, four and mm-hmm. now you've got the Doom Three BFG, which is like 2012, and like I know the mod is super janky in getting it to work on PC, but my God, I, I instantly just loaded it up after playing um, Cosmo Dread because it was just like a breath of fresh air. Like it's just so much better. Like it's just yeah. um, it graphically, even though the game is from 2012, the BFG edition, it looks way better than Cosmo Dread. Mm-hmm. Um, the movement feels bad the, the the even the the sense of of fear in doom 3 and enemies so i think i think this game suffers because i can't help but compare it to doom 3 and doom 3 is so much better so much better and it's like if you want this experience spend it just get doom 3 which is cheap the bfg mm-hmm. edition and then the, the vr fully possessed and uh, you've got a great you got a better experience at least in my book at least for me
1: yeah, I think Doom Three in VR, yeah, is better than Cosmo Dread, especially if you really want like more action. This game is less action. This is more like strategy, because you really have to think about what can, what am I gonna put in my inventory? Like your inventory, you're gonna run out of space. You're gonna be like, uh, what items do I
0: need? What like, you haven't played it enough to appreciate crafting. No, but yeah. this is, yeah, I know what's going on. This is appealing to your love of puzzles. Yes, and it's it's yes. it's my love of puzzles, I'd rather have the Doom 3. And Doom 3 is not like um, um the new Dooms that came out in like 2016 and last year where mm-hmm. it's like the more run and gun original yeah. Doom style. Doom 3 is more like you're going through the Haunted House Resident Evil style. It's a little slower, yeah. but yeah. yeah, to your point, it is more action. But like Doom 3, like to me, is like my perfect level of what I want and like the creepiness of the sound mm-hmm. of, like the sound effects in a horror game are like so damn important. And again, yeah, the sound effects in this game are, are are good in the atmosphere, but even again, Doom three beats that. Which again, crazy to crazy to think and say, but just does. Well, uh, Doom three is like a way bigger budget game. I, I know. <laughs>
1: this, I only I only
0: yeah. I only compare or knock it yeah. because it came out in two thousand four, right? So yeah. like that's his like seventeen year old game is kicking this game's yeah. ass a little bit. Only one guy is working on this game now. It was originally. Oh, really? The, yeah, yeah. Only one guy. All right, fair enough. I'm coming. I'm coming off like an asshole trying to compare <laughs> it to Doom Three in, in some ways, but it's like you could pretty much get it for the same price. Yeah, uh, you could get Doom Three cheaper than fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Get like you might be able to get like five bucks or something. It's the. I'm just gonna warn everybody again: the jankiness is going to be a little frustrating, but it's worth it.
1: On Doom Three, you mean? Yeah, 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 um, yeah, like. Yeah, there there are more people in the credits than one guy, but uh he said in the forums he's the only one working on it now. Um like he's the only person doing the updates and doing all the work on it now. Um so um, you're talking about sound. I mean, this game has really creepy sound, just like Dread Halls. Like one of the great things about Dread Halls is the sound and just just the sound alone can scare you and make you think there's something behind you when there really isn't. Um but one thing I will have to comment about it on Steam is that like Whenever a monster sees you, you start hearing this like monster music, this very obvious monster music, and then I always know, okay, well, a monster's about to come at me right now, and I wish you could turn that off, so then, like, then a monster would just come up out of nowhere, and I wouldn't even know, I wouldn't have even have a warning. I like, I would like that. Um, but you're going to hear all this, like, metal clanking and, and like, roars and all these sorts of things that will make you, like, turn around really fast. Um you know, all the time. Uh, so the controls, the controls are pretty good. The only issue I had, I don't know if it's an index thing. Is sometimes I was grabbing things and they weren't staying in my hand. Like they would fall out of my hand. Did you ever have that issue?
0: Nick? Uh, I don't think anything fell out of my hand that I okay. that I recall. Maybe, maybe once or twice. All right.
1: Um, so as far as immersion, like when you're going through you you can open up every locker you see, every cabinet you see, you can open them all up and it's, it's like I don't know. It's like an Easter egg hunt. You're searching for ammo. You're searching for syringes because you can uh, get syringes and then like actually point them at your chest or at your head or whatever, and you know press the press it in and um you know give that's how you get health. Um, it's manual reload, like I said. All the guns and everything are manual reload. Um, so and you know you like I said, you have the flashlight on your right hand. Um, you can probably switch it if you're left handed. I don't know and just really immersive for me. Uh, last Ability, I, like I said, you, you unlock modifiers the more you play. Then there's the blueprints that you find along the way. So like I wanna keep playing so I can find more blueprints because I wanna get all of them. Um, and then there's the audio logs. I don't think I've even gotten half of the audio. There's like, I don't know, there might be like 50 or 40 something audio, different audio logs that are part of like the story. And uh, my rating for this is a nine. If you like horror and if you like, you know, um, like roguelikes, this is a roguelike game because once you die, you know, you got to start over from the beginning, but you're going to keep all your blueprints and all your modifiers and all that stuff, all that stuff stays. But, you know, you're, you know, you're just going to have to start over from the beginning in the safe room, but you're going to have a whole new completely randomly procedurally generated map. Um, So, yeah, definitely a nine for me, but it's going to be lower for Nick. yeah
0: i'm um the the number six keeps on popping in my head with this game it's just uh the slow movement you know like the i i think the i would call it like artificially slow movement there's no reason i have to move that slow again Mm -hmm. dread i think they're trying to be too much like dread halls and that worked in dread halls but you can also run a little bit in dread halls i I don't know it just worked in that environment better Mm -hmm. um I thought it. I think the gunplay is kind of weak too. It kind of seems like one of the guns I used the the first almost like laser gun, which just seemed really crappy, like craptastic. Wait a um, wait a minute. Which gun you had the? So you had the lightning gun? Not the, must not be the lightning gun. I don't know what I don't know what gun it was. It just seemed really lame. Like in terms of like it's like pew and like shoots like.
1: Oh, you got a gun that I've never even gotten. That's like the pulse rifle or something.
0: Yeah, it just it just didn't it. I mean, when you say one guy is making the game, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, this is a one guy game. And it's not fair that I'm comparing it to other things. But when you have other things that exist and do it better, then, um uh, man, I don't know. I, I don't know. Dread Halls, to me, Dread Halls was just, it worked. It was just better. Mm-hmm. Dread Halls had one simple task to scare the shit out of you. And I know why you like this, because it's got puzzles and crafting. So, like, mm-hmm. that's going to definitely appeal to a lot of people. But for me, um i don't know, just get doing bfg did you uh did you try the or play the uh alien vr mod i beat it
1: flat so mm-hmm. then i didn't feel like beating it but i i played it a little bit and i didn't really like the uh the alien vr mod i didn't think it's it worked janky. very well yeah. Yeah, it was too it was too janky for me
0: yeah i don't want to deal with jank so i haven't tried it so yeah yeah I get, i'll give it a six i'll, I'll, I'll try it more but um The slow movement, the kind of weak gunplay, the monsters who just kind of like the the kind of crappy graphics, I would say for this, it's just too, it's, it's too many things. And I I guess Mm. I I had high hopes for it. I thought, I thought it'd be better than it is. I think you need to play it more. I will. I will. And I, and I will do it justice and, um, you know, I will, uh, I'll report back, right? Like if I, if I put a, you know, a couple hours in and, and whatnot. Okay. I think that'd be fun game. Um I think I would have more fun to with this multiplayer, yeah. Yeah. I would love yeah. to play with friends on this game. Yeah.
1: A lot of people have commented that 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 would be cool, if, you know. Either you either yeah, either you spawn together or maybe you spawn in different ends of the map and then like you
0: end up randomly meeting. Something somewhere. like that. Something where you you kind of get separated. So you you're you're working together at some points so then sometimes mm-hmm. maybe you get separated. So, I I I think there's something here, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think it. I think there's something here for like a larger company, with a, mm-hmm. a, a bigger dev team, and something multiplayer. Uh, the concept. The concept is there. It's just that this is not it for me. This is not the, the game for me. Okay. Uh, but I'll, I'll play it more. I'll play it more. and Report back. Okay. All right. All right. Let's uh. Let's go to Warplanes, uh. WW1 Fighters. It's by Home Net Games. A, another small, maybe a handful of people making this. Uh, came out on March 4th in uh 2021. It's currently at 91% approval rating on Steam and it's for 14.99. I should mention, I don't I'm sorry if I miss this Justin. Cosmo Dread is on Quest 2. So I want to be clear. The only uh Oh yeah. yeah. All these games except for Ragnarok are on Quest. Um and uh Warplanes is on Quest as well, which is great. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's on quests. Damn. I don't know how it runs or looks, but it's on there. Wow. All right. So this is, as the name implies, it's a, it's a war world war one fighter game, fighter airplane game. Um, this is like, I'm not a SIM guy, but I love the idea of a world war one airplanes and stuff like that. I, I love that. That's like speaking to me directly in terms of a game. So I was happy to hop on this. There's also a demo. So you can go and try the game out. Um, it is uh, – they advertise themselves as, as having two campaigns in it. You know, you can be on the um, – uh, I don't know. What are, what are they even called? The, the Germans or the, um, the allies. Oh, like British allies. French. And, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, so, yeah, you can you could choose that. And there's, like, I don't know, like 18, 19 different planes, which is a great plane selection. Um, usually you're presented with, like, one of three missions to pick and there's not like any fanfare with the missions like they might give you a brief description and then you proceed to like do a takeoff and then it kind of transports you to the mission portion then you beat it and then you, you get a land the plane um there are really some kind of like cool things in the game in that you earn money through missions so then you can um, upgrade your plane you can buy more planes you can add, like, wingmen to your crew, so you have multiple planes flying with you, which which is cool. You can customize the look of your plane. Um, so uh, they have that nice kind of upgrade system in there where it rewards you for, for playing more and, and better play and unlocking things and... Uh, I think that's fantastic. And the fact that there's different variety of games uh, of planes, they all feel different, which is, which is cool. And just even the way you sit in the cockpit of, of the, of of the planes really gives you this, it's very immersive. It's a very, very immersive game. I just want to jump to that because I, um, you yeah, know, I've been in playing VR games for over three years now and my kind of wow moments are few and far in between let's you know, not say anything bad but you know you know everybody knows what their wow moment is when they first try to vr but when i loaded this game up and i was in the plane for the first time i was just like holy shit like i was just i was like i was fucking blown away man i, gotta, I just gotta drop the f-bomb there <laughs> um it's like a dream come true of being like in a world one plane and i was just like I could I feel my hands get a little sweaty. Like just the feeling of being up there in these, these kind of wooden coffins are, 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 mm-hmm. are, are flying around. Um, I'm like, this is, this is pretty damn amazing. Like it's pretty damn, it's pretty damn cool. It's, it, this is, it, it was worth my 15 bucks alone. Just those like first few minutes of just flying around in that.
1: Didn't you say there was some computer game that it reminded you
0: of? Yeah. Thank you. So, um, I, 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 I almost forgot to bring that up. So growing up I had an amiga and there was a fantastic game in the early 90s called wings by this company called cinemaware and cinemaware like they were just so ahead of their time um, in terms of making games because they made games kind of like movies and like you know stories and, and cinematic and uh, wings was a, a World War one airplane game and it, it reminded me of that like it was like fulfilled a childhood dream of like man, what's it like to really be in one of these planes? I mean, that's as close as I'm, I'm ever going to come. And it was just, it was phenomenal. Like I forgot I was in my, my room. I was i was just super immersed in, in it and uh, had a big smile on my face. So that was that's kind of like a weird wish fulfillment without actually having to go on one of these planes and, and risk my life. So um, super cool. There's probably a very, very small percentage of anybody that knows Wings that's listening to this. But if you do, you know what I'm, I'm talking about. Um the, um, you know, the major, uh, this, I guess, comes into last ability. Uh, I'll, I'll say it for last ability. What do, what, what do you want to add to that? Anything just into the overview and, and objective?
1: Um, mm, I, I, I played this for, I don't know. I might've played it for an hour, maybe more than that. And I stuck with, you know, the original plane they gave you, um, uh, and that's I, I well, actually I ended up upgrading to the next plane, uh, where you know the first plane you have a gun on a uh, positional mount where you can move Man. it around, which I liked a lot. But then the second one that I upgraded to, the guns were fixed. Mm. So then you have to have your 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 plane pointed like directly at the plane at the uh, enemy planes and, and targets and stuff. Which did you like to use?
0: Um, I didn't. I. I... I didn't move it manually with my hand. No, you didn't? I just oh, okay. yeah, I just always I just always kinda line my plane up and play it like that. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, there are there are other things like um I should mention that there's multiplayer in the game. Oh and yeah, there is. Yeah, we gotta try that sometime. Because they they offer um they offer like team deathmatch, deathmatch. I think it's like uh again up to maybe even twelve people can play. It's pretty high. Hmm. um they also offer like co-op missions that you can do together which would be pretty fun hmm. and i think something called raids which might be like multi-stage missions and like you you can earn money and points in the game that you can then spend and upgrade that and multiplayer translates over to the other side of the game too which was okay. uh, which, which was cool
1: yeah. I upgraded my plane a lot. I think there's like maybe, yeah, maybe the wingman is what I didn't upgrade much. And I got to a point with a mission where I just kept getting just destroyed hmm. and may, maybe the wingman is what I needed or I needed a
0: co-op person helping me or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to try that. We'll have to yeah. try that. Cause I, I think even the demo we can play with people. Okay. Um, I it's, this is the type of game where I really want to see what the multiplayer is like. I did get into like one multiplayer dogfight, um, you know, I, I don't – it's probably, you know, how VR games are, right? Like, good luck finding lobbies full of people to play. So you're better off just, like, mm-hmm. finding uh, friends or people that play. I'll have to see if they have a Discord. That's probably okay. what I have to do and, and see if I can get to play with some people. But, yeah, I mean, it, the game – off. I mean, it's for 14.99. There's a there's kind of a lot in there. Like, I can't believe the price on the game.
1: Yeah, so, like, I did dogfights. I did missions where I had to, like, blow up ships. There's missions where I had to yeah. blow up zeppelins yeah um somewhere at night somewhere day uh
0: they're ones where you have to protect like a town from bombers and stuff Um, yeah yeah there's a good there's a good variety and you know what this is this is a game that came out i think like i don't know 2012 or something like that and they upgraded to vr oh really yeah because i looked at the um i had to look it up um I looked up the developer and I saw their other games and uh, where is it? Let's see. Look at their store page. Um, yeah, they have a they have a bunch of games. So the Warplanes World War One Sky Aces. Um, wait a minute, that's this is that's this is 2019. Maybe that's not the one. Oh, Warplanes World War One Fighters demo. I don't know. I saw it on here. They had an older one. In an okay. older one,
1: before each mission they they have you like take off and then go up, and then after each mission they have you land on an airstrip. did you like that or I like kinda... the yeah, I like the takeoff and and landing okay. I like that did you All right. I kind of got tired of doing it. I kind of wanted to just go straight to the mission
0: yeah, I think it's uh I wonder if there's an, there's probably an option the, the one thing Maybe that so. it does really well is there's like a lot of um skill difficulties yeah like they have arcade and simulation and realistic and mm-hmm. so they, they had like four or five presets but then you can also customize it right so like yeah. i i love the fact that they gave all those uh all those options yeah the other game was called i guess it came out on september 23rd 2019 um warplanes world one War sky aces it's a non-vr game but it looks like it's mm-hmm. basically the same game so they just turned this into a vr game
1: okay that's what's yeah, I was, going on i was playing it in simulation and I tried real war too, but then I got killed
0: yeah real uh, war yeah. setting I gotta find see I gotta find the nice blend between like where I'm playing on a, on not like the highest realism setting but like mm-hmm. where the enemy's a little more passive, but mm-hmm. like then they're too easy yeah it's I think dialing in a difficulty is a kind of maybe a fine art to it, but mm-hmm. um moving on to the the graphics of the the game i the graphics are pretty damn good. Um, yeah, they're pretty well, good. I thought they were good, but I think what's even more impressive is that it ran like a dream on on my computer. Like I saw people talking about reviews how how well. I think they even mentioned how well optimized it is in like one of their selling points, and it's mm-hmm. true. I was running it in 144 hertz on um, you know, 2080 video card, and just getting like no frame drops, and I was super sampling. And this is kind of like, I was able to really push it, and it, it's a good-looking game. It just ran ran great. I was impressed by that.
1: Yeah, it ran great for me, too. The only time I had an issue with the graphics was, like, if I got close to the ground, the texture looked pretty blurry. But yeah. you're not going to be that close to the ground, unless you crash, which I
0: did. True, yeah. Yeah, the The, the airplanes themselves are, are pretty detailed. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, when you're in the air, everything looks great. Yeah, close to the ground's not, not fantastic, yeah. but... I stalled out and then I, I crashed. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, sound, sound, sound is 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 okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it gets it gets the job done. It didn't stick out in terms of being really good or really bad or anything like that. It's just, it's all right. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't think of anything, um, about that. Now the immersion and well, well, we're talking about the controls and the immersion, kind of all in one. I I'm impressed with. The controls in this game I thought When I first looked at this game Oh this is a game Where you're using Like a HOTAS Or like a game pad Or something No 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 You can You're, you're like encouraged To use your controllers mm-hmm. And it worked out Very well Like I mean it, These are simple uh, Planes to operate Where you have Kind of You know The uh, You're steering the plane With like a A stick Right Like you just You mm-hmm. your hand In the controller You grab the stick And you're moving that around and then you're able to use your other hand to increase like the uh, the speed of the plane, and that's pretty much it. But it works out very well, and it adds to the immersion of the game because you're not using a game pad and you're able to control everything as need be. Um, there's even like a flare gun that you have in the cockpit, and when you get close to like a zeppelin, um, or actually maybe the, like one of the balloons, you you reach, grab that, point the gun over there, and shoot it. And I thought that was that was a, a nice kind of immersion point. Oh, is that a faster way to get rid of them? Yeah, yeah. If you oh, some of the planes it. have yeah, some of the planes have the flare guns. So you shoot the flare guns at the at the balloons, or I think the Zeppelins are the bigger ones. I think there's some smaller mm-hmm. balloons. You shoot yeah. at the balloons, and you'll drop them. Yeah. Um, if your gun gets kind of jammed or or messed up, or I think you can kind of faster reload it by hitting it. Uh, that was cool. So oh, I uh, didn't know that. Yeah, i th- I thought it was I thought it was brilliant how it worked. The controls were just very good, very intuitive. And it just really added to a level of immersion in the game.
1: The only issue for me was sometimes I was trying to grab them when I wasn't looking at them. So like I'm like looking to my right, like looking for an enemy, yeah. and I a lot I would miss, like I'd miss the throttle, or I'd miss the stick, or whatever I was mm. reaching for a lot because I just didn't have my hand in the right place. So like I don't know, maybe if there was some sort of vibration to
0: let me know that I'm yeah I'm on the thing. I don't know. I, I just I didn't have I didn't that pl- problem. I, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but maybe I always just had my hand there. I don't know if I took it off, but yeah, I like your idea of like a vibration or something like that. That makes sense. I took my hand off a lot because I was using that that gun that would move. You could you could move on the pivot. Oh, okay. See, I wasn't doing that, so that's yeah. probably why I didn't have that problem. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, anything else with the immersion or controls? Yeah. Too. Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. So last ability. So th- there's there's a lot there in terms of planes. Um, there's a number of ra- variety of missions. You've got uh multiplayer. You've got they they, they say two campaigns. Here's the thing for me. i i you think I'd love this game and this is, this is amazing and dream come true. But the problem with me is that there's not, to me, there's not really a campaign. It's just like this yeah. random assortment of missions that there's no story or anything that's progressing you along. There's no, there there. There's no reason or, or feeling of accomplishment or progression. Mm-hmm. It's missing It's missing a real campaign. Yeah. Uh. And that's I, – I can't tell you how important it is because it's got all the ingredients. It's got, like, the shell of a game, but it's not giving me a reason to continue playing it. Yeah, the missions pop up as little flags on a map.
1: Yeah. And they don't seem – yeah, they don't – you can't tell if, like, one's leading to another. Or, yeah, it's just kind of yeah. randomly
0: generated. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a number of ways that you can – you know, tell a story or kind of get the player invested in what's going on. And um, you know I, 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 like wings, I mean, this is a game in the early 90s, there's no cinematic cutscenes. They, they did it by a journal entry. you know, they would take you through the, through the war you, and you'd read like a very brief journal entry and then you're off to the mission. And um, you know, you'd have a pilot and your, your pilot died, the game will still continue if a new pilot and then he just picks up the journal um but like in wings you kind of progress through the war and you see like new planes being introduced it tells you kind of what's going on in the war like it just kind of immersed you into world war one as a a fighter pilot and 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 this game doesn't do that whatsoever i don't care about anything in the game there's no characters um i could have access to, to any of the any of the the planes, um, the missions start getting really boring. Where it's like the enemies just come in waves at times, and there's some missions where it just like it just wouldn't end. I had to kill wave after wave, and I'm like, downing like a ridiculous number of planes by myself, which is not realistic. It's just, man, it's just like it's like half the game is here. You know, in 14.99, get this game at 14.99. It's fantastic. It's just even you know playing for half an hour is worth it, and it's fun but come out with like come out with a campaign you know (laughs) turn this into a 30 40 or 50 dollar game like do Mm -hmm. do something with it give the player a reason to to want to go through and play all these missions otherwise you got nothing yeah i
1: don't have that much incentive i mean uh, i don't know is this a game that you can beat
0: like there's an is there an ending you know, I don't even know yeah, it, feel, it feels like you're not even making any progress you know what I mean like yeah. normally when you say campaign you feel like a progress towards something uh, this is just they're like very just random missions that mm-hmm. there's there's no sense of that and it brags about like hundreds of missions or something like that but who cares I don't even want to play more than like 10 <laughs> yeah. they just they feel samey and, and boring you know mm-hmm. have have you know 25 really good missions with characters mm-hmm. or 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 something I don't care how you do it but I think they have something really special and really good here and they just need to bring it home with, um, with a story, man. I think, I think that in the early nineties game designers and developers realized that, right. Yeah. They, they weren't working with much. They didn't have VR. The graphics were, were very basic, but I, I was really immersed in that game wings and the story and what was going on. And I'm not immersed in this VR game warplanes because there's no, there's nothing there. This it's it's a shell.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Anyways, um, rating wise, I'll give it a seven and a half because it's just it's it's so good. I'm glad I have it, mm-hmm. but it's like half a game. Like the the, the 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 story, the campaign, something real to it is just totally missing. It's a shell. Yeah, I was thinking seven before you said your rating, and uh, I'm not
1: that I'm not really into flying games much, but I still I'd still give it a seven.
0: Okay all right there you go i would love to see them you know looks like they're updating and stuff i would love to see them do something here man this would be this would be an absolutely incredible amazing game if they had just a pretty decent story campaign to it it would it'd be like one of my favorite games ever um so it's it's kind of a it's kind of a shame
1: there's a game called ultra wings that you might like for in vr it's earlier vr game did you ever hear that let me uh let me look up. Alter but the, the graphics aren't you know very good. They're
0: oh they're, okay. They're cartoony. Yeah Is, yeah. There the was like tech- one game I wanted to get. It's on my wish list. It's a uh, Wingman. Wingman. Project oh, yeah. Project Wingman.
1: Project Wingman.
0: Yeah. I uh I actually have that in my library, but I haven't played it. So that looks like it's gotten good reviews. It's no. a flap, but it's also got a VR component to it. It looks like it's got a campaign. It's probably, game, sure. it's probably
1: game it's
0: probably gamepad. Yeah, it's probably gamepad yeah. and it looks it looks like um looks very arcadey. Mm-hmm. Um it's also modern airplanes, which I'm not yeah. really that into, so I want to I have it on my wish list. I'm waiting for it to yeah. go on sale. That's where I'm at with that mm-hmm. game. Well, Ultra Wings has motion controls and it, so it's like basically pilot wings. Mm, yeah. So I don't know, it's probably you could get it cheap. Does it have like a campaign story that? Is that what you're suggesting that there, or
1: Well um there aren't, I don't think there are any characters or anything, but I think there's more, there's more of a story to it than, uh, than Warplanes.
0: Yeah. Warplanes is just not compelling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you're designing a game, you got to give the player, why do you want to keep on playing this? Why do you want to stick to that? Like, there's so many games screaming for attention. Why, after I kind of get over, okay, I'm going to play this is cool, it looks cool. Why the hell am I still playing Warplanes? They, they've, they mm-hmm. failed to do that. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's let's bring it on home with, uh, with blast on again. I want to thank you for uh, uh, that recommendation because this is my favorite game out of all the games we talked about. I really oh. like I really like Blast On. It's funny I'm the one like, I recommended and I've only played it for thirty minutes. <laughs> that is funny, man. It wasn't your style of game, or. It
1: yeah it's it's just because um it's like multiplayer and I'm playing against random people and yeah. I haven't played it against anyone i know and uh I wanted a campaign and I didn't see a way to do that. I kind of mm. wanted just to play it through a campaign of computer
0: players, okay, but there might be a way to do that I don't know maybe you can tell me they're still working on the game they they just had an update um mm-hmm. recently let me uh I'll go over the overview maybe I'll look it up while uh well, you're chatting away about some component of this, but um, okay, so blast on is from Resolution Games, and resolution games has been coming up a bunch. They're kind of crushing it. They Resolution games did cookout, which I, I liked and re- reviewed. Um, so this is another good game from them. This came out on October eighth. I totally missed this game. If you didn't say anything about it, I would totally totally missed out on it. said ninety six percent on Steam positive rating. That's fantastic. And here's the kicker: it's only nine ninety nine, nine ninety nine. It was on, it's on, it was on sale. It might still be. It was like six ninety nine now. That's nuts. Uh, you can also find this game on Oculus Quest, which I'm sure that's where most of the players are, are playing this game. It is, you know, it's a multiplayer game. So let's just get that out of the way as as, as Justin kind of. Um, um Said in, in, in kind of uh, maybe hasn't captivated him with it so it's a 1v1 dueling game and honestly it looks like they totally ripped off what was the game i had iron lights yeah looks like they looked at iron lights and was like that's cool uh hold my beer i'm gonna go uh, show you guys how to make how, how to make this game i think that's what happened um and I, I think I was, like, when I played Iron Lights, I was like, yeah, Iron Lights is cool. I'd probably give, like, a seven or something. Iron Lights is, like, a four now to me after playing this game. And it just wow. didn't – Iron Lights didn't hold up. Like, the concept was good, but I think what Iron Lights totally failed is it's just really hard to do melee combat in, in VR and mm-hmm. just couldn't pull it off, whereas this is just shooting, as Blaston indicates, and it works. So it's you on one kind of platform and, like, a gladiator-style gladiator style. Your opponent on another platform, you're pretty close to each other, and you you select your loadout of like maybe five guns before the round starts, and you kind of go into it. Your opponent's got his or her five guns, and then the round starts, and the guns kind of like appear around you, and you can grab, you know, one in each hand, and you start blasting away and it's like a bullet hell style game. So you've got very limited space that you can, it's a, it's a room scale game in that you kind of move around because you've got to dodge things. So think like almost like super hot, right? You know, super hot, you've got things that you're, 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 you're dodging. Time doesn't freeze, but there, any kind of game that uh, you're dodging and you're moving around, you're bending and ducking, right? And you're doing the same, you're trying to shoot your opponent so that you kind of box your opponent in and you, you land shots on them. And, uh, you know, player that does most damage wins a round, and it's a it best out of three. That's how it goes. Um, you know, uh, you hop into a game. If there's not an opponent ready, then you're battling a computer opponent. But I found that um, it finds games very quickly, so you're not waiting in a lobby. Uh, you might play the computer opponent, and the, and the computer opponents are fine. And then when a human opponent's ready, they'll jump in, and they, they try to rank you against somebody with, with uh, um, your ranking, your level, There's multiple levels in the game that you ascend to as you kind of defeat more opponents and you kind of get a, a a rankings like platinum and all that stuff. Um, yeah. And the rounds are quick too. The rounds are, 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 are like a a few minutes at best. You move around, but you're not going to, I wasn't getting like super sweaty or anything like it in the game. Like it was, it's kind of a nice movement, move my body around. It's kind of like a nice game that like, I would hop in around like my lunch break after sitting in a computer chair or whatever like that and just feel like I can move around a little bit. Um, I love it, man. I, I, it's very simple to understand, but there's kind of a high skill ceiling and a lot of depth in figuring out, okay, what guns pair nicely with other guns because each gun kind of has like a cool down in terms of the number of seconds before it will appear again after you're using it. So, you want to you wanna balance out, like, do you want, like, really quick spawning guns that maybe not, won't, might not do a lot of damage, or do you want a, a gun that might take, like, nine or ten seconds to spawn, but maybe it does a lot of damage, or maybe it, it's just really kind of devastating in the fact that it, it's got a large radius, which helps you box in your, your opponent into a corner, and you can kind of just, like, you know, they can't really maneuver, and you just kind of unload on them. Um they're still working on this game. They're still balancing things out. They're balancing the meta. Uh, they just added a new gun the other day. It's uh, it's fantastic, and I can't believe like for ten dollars, this is. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's a, like, it's a, it's a nine out of ten game. Like, I'm <laughs> just gonna jump right in. Like, it's, it's so good. If that appeals wow. to you, like, I love like, I like this. Uh, it, it reminds me of. It's not like Spark, but I like these like one-on-one games where you're moving your body and you're competing against somebody and it's pretty quick rounds like it's just fun it just works i love like the kind of like the bullet hell like you're kind of like neo and you're trying to the bullets are moving like slow enough at you so you see them coming and you're kind of maneuvering your body around and i don't know it's 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 really good it's a really good game you
1: want to know what i think my issue is it's that you're one on one staring at this person even though you're looking at an avatar i feel yeah. like uncomfortable
0: Oh yeah, you don't like the kind of this the stare down like one on one. I have like social anxiety or something over it.
1: Okay, like just because we're I, 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 there was a, okay there was a one on one VR game called Slightly Heroes that I loved. I played it over a hundred hours. Wow, where you hunt each other down one on one on these maps, and uh, you know just it's who can shoot the other guy the most. That I loved and played nonstop. But this game, I just just being stuck in this one area and staring at this person i
0: just felt
1: uncomfortable
0: i don't know Mm. Mm. Sound like me this this jacks up my my competitive like yeah like yeah like i'm gonna fucking kill this person (laughs) (laughs) i was like i gotta i gotta win you know i get so i was get so pissed off too like (laughs) somebody just dominates me and they're just like so much better and they'll they'll have like the right guns and they're just like They'll just like play with me, man. Like they'll just like you know they're gonna win. They just get me boxed in the corner. I'm like son of a bitch.
1: Yeah, the first match I did, the guy beat me, but he kept throwing yeah. the guns at me when they were spent. And I was like, oh, you can do that.
0: So yeah. then I learned. So then I started throwing the guns at other people, and then I started winning. They do like uh, very little damage. Like you know, oh, like maybe okay. the best gun might do like twenty points of damage. Like mm-hmm. maybe the most powerful gun, something like that, twenty or thirty. And gun might only do like one or two, or like really low. But like if the person's like one hit, you can throw the gun at him. Yeah. And uh and, and finish that person off. So Would,
1: you can't hear their voice. Would you prefer to hear their voice or no?
0: Um it's probably a good idea not to hear their voice, to be honest. Pro- probably yeah. Because I can see people, mm. you know, just being very Yeah, very toxic. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. People can taunt with their hands, that's enough. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, that's kind of one of the first things you notice is like, oh, man, I can't talk to this person. But then also it's like when I played Spark, you can talk. And, mm-hmm. and Spark was like, like racquetball slash Tron, like the disc of Tron, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And you didn't get toxic people in that one. It's fine. But you're also not – you weren't shooting people in Spark. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like it was better there. In this game, it might be a little aggressive and maybe for the best. Then again, why not just give the option? Right, right. Not give mm-hmm. the option to hear somebody and mute them if they're a dick. I'm sure yeah. if if they did have voice, you're just going to hear a lot of heavy breathing too. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think the answer is why not make it an option if you want to hear the person, you just mute them. If you don't, I think that's probably the best bet. But mm-hmm. it's not yeah. it's not a it's not a big deal to me that that's not on there. So
1: speaking of spark, I got spark, and then I think I just I refunded it. So um, that shows yeah. you
0: that shows you how, my type of game. I guess. Yeah. That's uh. So I th- I thought I saw somebody say that the development team that worked on Spark this they made this game, which I guess would make sense. Oh, I don't really? I don't know yeah. if that's true or not because yeah. Resolution Games didn't make Spark. The CCP did or something like that, and they um, yeah they they dissolve. But mm. I I don't know I don't know. Um, you know, the graphic style is is a lot of like um like cyberpunk esque style, mm-hmm. um like black background with like. Um, neon,
1: yeah, and like the characters are like knights and stuff, sort of, right?
0: Yeah, they got some of that. Like, so it's, it's funny. funny. Some of the characters look like characters from Iron Lights, which is which is kind of funny. Right. Like, um, so there's a lot of that similarity. Uh, the controls are really easy to to grasp. You just grab a gun and shoot it. Like, it's super yeah. super straightforward, simple. Like, the tutorial is probably like a minute long. Kind of kind of deal. Like, it's like here's how you play, and you're off to the races again. Yeah. really little friction um it sounds fine in the game nothing sticks out to me in terms of the the sound so it just it, it's fine there's things that you play along and you can like unlock different skins um you you unlock more weapons along the way although the game tries to tell you that hey it doesn't matter if somebody has weapons unlocked that you don't have they're all kind of the same which I don't i, did, I kind of disagree with that but
1: did you understand the unlocking stuff because I was in that menu trying to figure it out I didn't know
0: what to do you just play yeah you just play and you unlock well as you play you unlock weapons but then you've got to like go into your loadout and click on a weapon that's not in your inventory and then hit like unlock i don't know why it makes you do that step Uh uh-huh like it just seems a little like why not just tell me i've unlocked it and just have it unlocked but Mm -hmm. um yeah that's 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 there um there's and there's other things too there's like a a lounge you can go to where they have like you can play darts there's like a bar one of the floors has like a dance floor i mean so if you want to be social you can go there i don't really personally see the point i just want to get in and start fighting somebody (laughs) um but it's it's kind of game that you can load up and play a couple rounds in like 10 minutes or you maybe you know spend a half an hour in and it's it's fun and i like games where you can kind of see your I don't know if they do it on a monthly rating or or like they have seasons, but you can see yourself kind of going up to the next level and you get points if you win the match or you lose some points. So it's that trying to get better, right? Like trying to climb the leaderboard against people.
1: There was just a big update. You saying seasons just reminded
0: me there was just some big update for it yeah um like league master blast on master tournament or something world expansion update major yeah. additions new new weapon mission system so the mission symptoms are like daily th- challenges i think to get mm-hmm. um mute block function is added or this for the lounge so we could talk to people um i didn't see a huge uh, I when i played it i didn't see a huge difference oh, okay. um well oh, maybe I'm just thinking about in game event I see blast on master tournament,
1: maybe that's maybe yeah maybe that's so all
0: I'm yeah, they've been doing a lot of tournaments like in their discord their discord's active they've they there's there's tournaments you can get into, which is cool, and I think the tournaments also happen naturally in the game like I don't think you have to go to discord to participate that in them um they also did a cool thing like Cookout did this um if you get to a certain ranking, you can get a free copy for a friend oh that's cool. It took me a while to get to and they keep on raising the bar for that. Um, I think it's actually pretty hard now to do. Did you play against Goren? I did and I crushed him, but he didn't I've played way more than him. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's you know, like I don't I don't know, like playing against a friend is probably not that fun because there's just gonna be somebody who's just always gonna win. Like one person's mm-hmm. just always gonna be a little bit better. I think it's really hard to find on the same skill level. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be more interesting I don't think this game does it, at least not yet. Like you want to play in a friend, you create a private thing and invite that friend, but just you and that friend, what they need to do is, um, you have like an arena of up to like, I don't know, I don't 12 friends. Right. And you can Mm -hmm. sit around and watch matches, like be in the audience Mm -hmm. and watch like your friends go up and then like you're next and make that like a social event. That would be super cool. Like I would love to watch like you and Goran fight each other and be in the crowd with other, our other friends from discord and like. You know, cheering for them yeah. and laughing, and then like, "Oh shit, you're next," you know, or like, huh. like a king of the hill where the a winner just stays up there, but like over time, obviously they become a little fatigued from being up there, and just who can dethrone them? Like, that's that's like that's what they need to do with multiplayer. I hope they're gonna do that. I should check to see if they have the roadmap, but that just seems so like obvious and fun. Like the the lounge and the dance floor and and the bar. Like, yeah, I don't know why you guys have that when you don't have this kind of larger multiplayer room where you can hang out and, and watch matches and stuff. They had that in um, – I guess they have a spectator feature, but it should be like the spectator can then be next up. Like there should be a queuing system. They, they kind of did that in Spark where you would wait and you'd watch the next match and you would jump in and take the person on. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. I Like I said, this is a 9 out of 10 for me. This is a great game. It's a no-brainer. It's a, This is definitely a buy ninety nine nine ninety nine is an amazing price um there's always people playing I, I think it's just i think it's fantastic. they totally took iron lights and made it what that game um could and should be.
1: yeah, I've only played thirty minutes uh not really my thing uh, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say sorry i'm gonna say six and a half just because. I don't think there's any sort of like campaign, and that's what I would want, like some
0: sort of campaign and to go through that and to fight the computer. Maybe there is that. I don't know. Yeah, they they don't have that now, but I I know what you're saying. Yeah, they 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 should have something like that, but it doesn't exist.
1: Like like in Punch Out, you know, you fight the computer and you you progress, yeah. and then you know, if Punch Out had multiplayer, then I would go, you know,
0: fight yeah. people. Yeah, they should add that. I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be weird for them not to add that at some point because you're right. They they should have that single player campaign. Yeah, they've got bots already, and the bots are are good. You know, and they have mm-hmm. various degrees of difficulty. So, just turn that into something. Okay. Um. All right. That'll that'll do it. So you got four games, and uh, this is this was a good month. I don't know what next month will bring. I know we got a uh, floor plan too, which we'll talk about. We'll see what else. Uh, comes in the mix but um any any closing thoughts before we end this uh in april i think the only games i can think of coming out there's
1: like there's vr skater and that looks kind of cool actually like you're skateboarding you know sort of like tony hawk but it's first person the graphics look the graphics look good um a guy i know alex he's a virtual insider He, he did a video he released today that shows a lot of the game like you know it comes out i think like april 30th then uh, there's gonna be a game called Mask Maker coming out. I think this month. That's by the developer of uh, Fisherman's Tale. So that'll probably be cool. Oh,
0: nice. What's that about? Do you know?
1: Uh, I. It's something having to do with masks and putting on different masks. I don't. That's all I know. Okay. Um, probably changes your perspective on things to put the masks on. Mm, okay. I'm not sure. Makes sense. Um, probably has that same sort of graphic level like a fisherman's tail and um i can't think of anything else coming out anytime soon so that's about it all right
0: we'll see maybe maybe there'll be some uh, pleasant surprises we'll see definitely there always are all right well well thanks for joining us for another episode of the vr gaming podcast we'll see you next month take care